you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. This is what I mean by education. Right. So it's funny to think that at first, I didn't even realize we had a problem. But I started listening to Dave on the radio and read the Total Money Makeover, and I got scared. We realized that we realized that we were one incident or one job lost away from losing all we had. We simply made too much money to have a six-figure debt, not including our home. It all started after we graduated, loaded with sixty thousand dollars in student loan debt. We we did that. We did what was normal. We bought a house, two new cars, and took on additional thirty-five thousand dollars in credit card debt. We just didn't bother. We weren't trying to keep up with anyone or buy a lot of miscellaneous stuff over time. We just failed to care. It was the budget that allowed us to communicate in ways we never had before. When we saw that we could clear up a lot of debt in a relatively short period of time instead of the 10 to 20 years we originally thought it would take, a huge amount of stress was suddenly lifted off Amanda. The 35 months working on the debt snowball was the hardest part, but we never wavered. Yes, we had visits from Murphy, having a baby plus Amanda's back surgery and other emergencies, to name a few, but we did it. We actually reached our goal of becoming debt-free. We sold our brand new Jeep Liberty. Amanda really loved that Jeep and bought a gently used 1991 model. Amanda took on an extra shift at work and I took over extra tasks around the house to compensate. We scaled back our lifestyle considerably and folks made fun of us, which told us we were on the right track. We knew that we can't wander out of debt like we wandered into it. Our entire paradigm shifted. For the six years we've been married, we've always had debt. We have yet to have a major argument over money since we started this plan. We know that we can do anything we want in a short time. We literally changed our family tree all because we bothered and cared enough to do something about it. Stephen, age 32, and Amanda, age 31, Farrar. Stephen and Amanda Farrar, an eBay store owner and a pharmacist. One lady took her death snowball, which is on form. One lady took her death snowball form, which is on page 220, to the local copy shop and had it enlarged to supersize. She then put her huge debt snowball in the refrigerator. Every time she paid off another debt, she drew a big red line through that debt, now gone forever. She told me that every time she walked through the kitchen and looked at the refrigerator door, she would yell, oh yeah, we was gonna get out of debt. If that sounds corny to you, you are still not getting it. This lady has a PhD. She is not a dumb person. She is so sophisticated and intelligent that she, she is so sophisticated and, intelli and intelligent that she got it. She understood that. Her total money makeover is about change in behavior, and that behavioral change is best enhanced by some quick or those small wins. When you pay off a nagging $52 medical bill or that $122 cell phone bill from eight months ago, your life has not changed that much mathematically, mathematically yet. You have, however, begun a process that works, and you have seen it work, and you will keep doing it because you will be fired up about the fact that it works. After you list the debt, smallest to largest, pay the minimum payment to stay current on all debts except the smallest. Every dollar you can find from anywhere in your budget goes towards the smallest debt until it is paid. Once the smallest is paid, the payment from that debt plus any extra found money is added to the next smallest debt. Trust me, once you get going, you will find money. Then when debt number two is paid off, you take the money that you used to pay on number one and number two and you pay it, plus any found money on number three. When three is paid, you attack four and so on. Keep paying minimums on all the debts except the smallest until it is paid. Every time you pay one so every time you pay one off, the amount you pay on the next one, next one down increases. Every time you pay one off, the amount you pay on the next one down increases. All the money from old debts and all the money you can find anywhere goes on the smallest until it is gone. Attack. 
every time the snowball rolls over, it picks up more snow and gets larger. And by the time you get to the bottom, you have an avalanche. Most people get to the bottom of the list and find they now can pay well over $1,000 a month on a car loan or a student loan. At that point, it won't take long to bust out and be debt-free except for the house. That is baby step two. Use that snowball to become debt-free except for your home. My wife and I were under 25 and had over $169,000 in debt. We were sick and tired of being sick and tired. Our debt had grown little by little. Amy would buy small things like clothes and stuff for, for the house that seemed to nickel and dime us to death. I, on the other hand, would blow money on a larger scale. For example, I bought a BMW for Amy, of course, and took her on a surprise vacation in New York City. We did not have the discipline to tell that inner child to shut up long enough for us to think before we made a purchase. We did not have the urgency to get rid of our huge amount of debt until the turning events changed our mindset. Several years ago, I changed jobs, which required a training period that decreased my monthly income by $4,000. We had some money in savings, but it quickly dwindled. To save our total money makeover, to start our total money makeover, we decided we had to lower our overhead, sell everything but the kids, maybe, and change our spending habits. We got crazy and sold our rental property, and we paid off the BMW, department store card, medical bills, and student loan. We were invited to do fun stuff and to spend money doing it, but we held off. Mm -hmm. We decided to have a garage sale that ended up looking like an estate sale. <laughs> we ate creative meals and then I committed what some people would consider the ultimate sin. I sold my, B my wife's BMW. We knew if our family of four could just make it through these six months living only on $1,700 a month, we could ultimately change our family tree, mm -hmm. and we did it. We became debt-free except for the house and were named one of the total money makeover finalists. The most important part of this whole process is learning to delay the pleasure. It's like Dave said, live like no one else, so later you can live like no one else. Josh, age 26, and Amy, age 25, Hopkins. Mortgage loan officer, stay at home mom. Feel me? The elements of making it work. When I first started teaching this more than 25 years ago, I didn't understand what all the elements of success were or all the clarifications that would be needed. The major, elephant, the major elements of making debt, the debt snowball work are using a budget, getting current before you start, before you start, smallest to largest payoff, no cheating, sacrifice, and focus intensity. Total sold out focus intensity is possibly the most important. This means saying to yourself and meaning it, to the, to the exclusion of virtually, virtually everything else, I'm getting out of debt. If you take an old-fashioned magnifying glass outside and set it near some crumpled newspapers, nothing will happen. If you point the sun's rays through the magnifying glass or move it around or wiggle it, nothing will happen. If you hold it really still and focus the sun rays totally on that crumpled newspaper, things are going to happen. Focus and intensity will cause you to smell something burning and soon you will see an actual fire. If you think this death snowball stuff is cute and you might sort of give it a try, it won't work. Total sold out focus intensity is required to win. Aiming at the goal and nothing else is the only way to win. You have to know where you are going and by definition, know where you aren't going or you would never get there. I fly a lot and I never get on a plane and think to myself, I wonder where this plane is heading. I know where I want to go and if I'm heading to New York, I stay off the plane heading to Detroit. When I get off that plane, I don't catch the first cab I see and say, why don't we just drive around a while because I don't have a plan. I tell them the hotel and street where I want to go. I then ask how long that would take and what the fare would be. My point is that we don't wander aimlessly around in any other parts of our lives, but we seem to think that we'll work for money. You can't get ready, fire, and then aim with money. And you can't try to 
And you can't try to do six things at the same time. You're trying to get out of debt, period. You will have to focus with great intensity to do that. Proverbs 6, 1 and 5, loosely Dave paraphrase says, If you have signed surety, my son, surety is Bible talk for debt. Deliver yourself like the bird from the hand of the fowler and the, and the gazelle from the hand of the hunter. I remember reading that Bible verse in my daily Bible study one day and thinking what a cute little animal metaphor it was for getting out of debt. Then one day later that week, I was surfing channels and hit the Discovery Channel. I noticed they were filming gazelles. The gazelles were peacefully gazelling around. Of course, you know the Discovery Channel wasn't there for the gazelles. The next camera shot was of Mr. Cheetah sneaking up in the bushes, looking for lunch in all of the right places. Suddenly, one of the gazelles got a whiff of Mr. Cheetah and became very aware of his plan. The other gazelles noticed the alarm and soon also were on, were on edge. They couldn't yet see the cheetah, so out of fear of running at him, they froze until he played his cards. Realizing he had been discovered, Mr. Cheetah decided to give it his best shot and leap from the bushes. The gazelles all yelled, Cheetah! Well, not really, but they did run like crazy in 14 different directions. The Discovery Channel that day reminded viewers that the cheetah is the fastest mammal on dry land. It can go from 0 to 45 miles per hour in four leaps. The show also proved that because the gazelles were will outmaneuver the cheetah instead of outrunning him, the cheetah will retire quickly. As a matter of fact, the cheetah only gets the gazelle burger for lunch and one out of 19 chances. The gazelle's primary hunter is the fastest mammal on dry ground, yet gazelles win almost every time. Likewise, the way out of debt is to outmaneuver the enemy and run for your life. Around our office, the counselors can predict who will make it out of the debt based on how gazelle intense they are. If they are looking at a red line on the refrigerator door and yelling, they have a really, really good shot. However, if they are looking for a get-rich-quick scheme or some intellectual theory instead of sacrifice, hard work, and total focus, we give them a really low gazelle rating and a low probability of becoming debt-free. Okay. It's funny how you talk about being like a gazelle, you know, and outrunning a cheetah. You know? And they, he makes it a really good point. You know, one out of 19 times the cheetah gives the gazelle you feel me? So you kind of win as a gazelle. You know, but most of us will, would say stuff like, be the cheetah, you know, be the one you gotta get the yeah, gazelle. Yeah. One out of 19 times, I'm gonna get it, but I'm gonna be that uh -huh. one. <laughs> like, most of us got that kind of confidence. Like, we the, we the one getting it. You know? And that one out of 19 times, we got that coming from the and bottom. You see it as being quick. Because we come from the bottom, we come from the loser side. Like, I'm saying we got to be the one to get it. We win it though. One out of 19 times we get it, but we try 19 times. Then <laughs> you feel me? That's it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get it one out of 19 times and try it 19 times. <laughs> we'll get it eventually, as of 19 times. I'm not gonna be the one getting got. One out of 19, I know that. <laughs> I was first introduced to Dave through this, through his radio show, The Dave Ramsey Show. I was hooked right away. I was really inspired to read The Total Money Makeover and sign myself up to be a facilitator of Dave's Financial Peace University at my church. His principles just make sense. They are so simple and very relevant to everyone. I simply need to wake up and start paying more attention to my spending habits. It was all up to me. Immediately after beginning his plan and creating a budget, I realized how stupid I had been. I spent too much of my life wasting so much money, 
With a cash flow plan in place, I felt more in control. I was telling my money where it should go instead of wondering where it went. It was a very freeing experience. Once I made the decision to change my mindset and start living more responsibly, I was ready to embrace the seven baby steps. My first inclination was to save money first, invest in retirement, and then pay off my debt. I was so wrong. If I had that in my way, I would still be struggling. I would still be a slave to my lenders. Starting a debt snowboard really got me fired up. It was amazing to see my debt gradually becoming smaller and smaller while my snowboard became larger and larger. I was so proud of my progress that became more and more evident with, evident with every month. Just to be able to make small accomplishments made a tremendous amount of difference. It continuously gave me hope throughout this process. Granted, I did not have or earn a lot of money to put toward becoming debt-free, but I think that made it all the more incredible. I knew I just had to make it work. The ability to become debt-free isn't contingent upon a certain income. It's all about changing behavior and being intense about getting rid of that nasty debt. Years ago, I was simply ignorant when it came to debt. My family didn't talk about that stuff. I just thought debt was something everybody had. Thank God I now know differently and can start living life, the life I deserve. Delisa Dangerfield, age 42, registered nurse. If you can't tell by the way that was written, that's a black lady. <laughs> that was a black lady who was studying dealing with death from the situation. <laughs> An obvious step to wondering if that snowboard is to stop borrowing. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you would just be changing the names of the creditors on your debt list. So you must draw a line in the sand and say, I will never borrow again. As soon as you make that statement, there will be a test. Trust me, your transmission will go out. Your kids will need braces. It is almost as if God wants to see if you are really gazelle intense. At this point, you are ready to, for a prostectomy, plastic surgery to cut up your credit cards. I'm often asked, Dave, should I cut my cards up now or when I pay them off? Cut them up now. A permanent change in your view of debt is your only chance. No matter what happens, you have to per pursue the opportunity Pursue opportunity and solve the challenge without debt. It has to stop. If you think you can get out of debt without using resolve and stop borrowing, you're wrong. You can't get out of a hole by digging out of the bottom. How to get the snowball rolling. Sometimes your debt snowball won't roll. When some people do their budget, there's barely enough to make all the minimum payments and nothing extra to pay on the smallest. There's no push to get the snowball rolling. Let me offer another image to help you better understand this problem and solution. My great-great-grandfather ran a, a timber operation in the hills of Kentucky and West Virginia. In that bygone era, in that bygone era, after cutting the timber, they would put the logs into the river to flow them downstream to the sawmill. The logs would build up at a bend in the, in the river, and a traffic jam of wood occurred. This would continue as long as the jammed area stopped the progress of, of the other logs. Sometimes the loggers could break the jam loose by pushing the logs. Other times, they would have to get radical before a real mess occurred. When it got bad, they would break the log jam by throwing dynamite in the middle of the logs that were blocking the progress. As you can imagine, this created a dramatic effect. When the dynamite blew, logs and pieces of logs were flying to the air. After working so hard to cut the trees, some of them were a total loss. They had to blow up some of the timber to get the rest of the crop to market. That's the sacrifice the situation, that's the sacrifice the situation required. Sometimes that is what you have to do with the stopped up budget. You have to dynamite it. You have to get radical to get the money flowing mm -hmm. again. One way to do that is to sell something. You can sell lots of little stuff at the garage sale. Sell a seldom used item on the internet. Or sell a precious item through the classifieds. Get gazelle intense and sell so much stuff that the kids are afraid to, they are next. Sell things that make your broke friends question your sanity. If your budget is stopped up and your death snowball won't roll on its own, you're gonna have to get radical. 
and watching Heroes Across the Nation and watching Heroes Across the Nation get out of debt with gazelle intensity, believe me, I have seen them sell things. One lady sold 350 goldfish from her palm for a dollar apiece. Mm -hmm. Men have sold their Harleys, boats, Nike collections, and basketball cards. Ladies have sold their precious things like non-family antiques. Keep the heirlooms because you can't get them back. Or a person whose car they thought was necessary to life on the planet. I don't recommend selling your home unless you have payments mm -hmm. above 45% of your monthly take-home pay. Usually the home is the problem. I do recommend that most people sell the car with the most debt on it. A good rule of thumb on items, except the house is dead. If you can't be debt-free on it, not counting the home. In 18 to 20 months, sell it. If you have a car or a boat that you can't pay off in 18 to 20 months, sell it. It is just a car. Dynamite the login. I used to love my car too, but I found keeping that huge debt was trying to get out of debt was like running a race wearing an incubator. Get a total money makeover. So ladies, you can drive anything you want and pay cash for it. When it comes to that debt-ridden item, you may have to make the decision to live like no one else. But remember, later you will be living and driving like no one else. My wife and I consider credit cards to be just a way of life. It seemed normal to simply throw down the cards for everyday items. Vacation rentals, gas, clothes, food, you name it. We paid for it with plastic. Eventually, all of those charges started piling up. It was a gradual and steady accumulation of debt that just kept growing and growing. It was like a snowboard that was cashing, that was chasing us instead of pushing us. All this time, I had left my wife to handle the money and didn't give it a second thought, which wasn't fair to her. The next thing we know, the next thing we knew, we was thirty thousand dollars in debt and in need of a total money makeover. We had four credit cards with different balances totaling around twenty-five thousand dollars. The other five thousand dollars we owed to the IRS. That was really scary. Needless to say, we attacked the IRS debt first and furiously knocked knocked it out in just three months. Once we once we were covered with all our payments, we started attacking the credit card debt. We threw every spare dime we could at it. Today we are debt free except for the house, and we are building our three to six month emergency fund. It was definitely hard learning how to say no to ourselves. For the first time as a couple, we knew we had to make a budget and really stick to it. It wasn't as easy as it sounds, but the payoff has been immeasurable. Once we got used to this lifestyle, everything just seemed to be less stressful. We found contentment and became happier than we had ever been. I know now that this debt was as much my fault as it was my wife. Just because we agreed she'd be in charge of the checkbook didn't let me off the hook. I realize now that it was so wrong to leave her to handle all the financial responsibilities. If a spouse has been keeping the financial secrets, it's definitely for the best to get them out in the open. It's the only way these problems can get solved. There may be some anger at first and even some feelings of betrayal. Nevertheless, the marriage will only improve with unexpected communication. The key is to hang on to each other and enjoy the ride out of the mess that you both created. Jeff, age 41, and Therese, age 41, Ellen, owner of a dump truck company. <coughs> She's a medical manager. <coughs> the number of people I've talked to about this who would not throw dynamite into their log jam to get money flowing makes me sad. They can see that the logs will never get to the market. They will never have wealth, but they just can't stand the thought of blowing up a few of them so the rest will get down the river. Translation. I love my stupid car more than the idea of becoming wealthy enough to give my cars away. Don't make them don't make that mistake. There's another method of breaking your log jam that lumberjacks didn't have available to them. More water would have pushed the logs around the corner too, but they could have flooded the river. I may be stretching this metaphor, but more income will also break up your log jam. It will push the snowball. If your budget is too tight to get the debt to get the debt snowball rolling, you need to do something to increase your income. Selling debt-ridden items 
lower the outgo and selling other items temporarily increase your income. Likewise, working extra hours can increase your income in order to increase the speed of debt repayment. I don't like the idea of working 100 hours per week though. Sometimes extreme situations require extreme solutions. Temporarily, just for a manageable period of time, the extra job or overtime may be a solution. I met Randy while doing a book signing in a major city. Randy was two months from de being debt free. He was 26 years old and had paid over $78,000 in debt in 21 months. He sold a car and worked 10 hours a day, seven days a week. Randy was not a doctor or a lawyer, he was a plumber. Some lawyers will argue that plumbers make more than, more than they do. In some cases, they may be right. Randy's one-man plumbing company had prospered. He had already worked that morning before coming with his wife and little girl to the bookstore. His wife smiled as she looked at her husband with deep respect and told me she hadn't seen him much this last year, but it was going to be worth it soon. Can you imagine the pressure that young marriage must have been? Can you imagine the pressure that young marriage must have been under the $78,000 in debt? Now they were almost debt free. Randy got radical. He used income to bust the large room. He promised he was going to slow down as soon as the debt was paid so he could spend time with his wife and little girl. Now, to be able, now they will be able to go places as a family and do things their debt would never have allowed them to do. I picked up a pizza one night and as the guy behind the counter started walking towards the car with the stack of pizza to be delivered, he saw me and stopped. Smiling, he said, hey Dave, I'm here because of you. Only three months and I'm debt free. This was not some 17-year-old teenager. This was a dad, a 35-year-old guy who wanted to be debt-free. Here's a young single guy who works on my team. He is gazelle intense about becoming debt-free. He works here until 5.30 every day, and he smiles as he leaves to work for UPS for another four or five hours virtually every night. Why are these guys are smiling? They work hard and unbelievable extra hours, so why would they smile? They smile because they have caught the vision, the vision of living like no one else so later they can live like no one else. Dave Wren, bad idea, separate checking accounts. Here's the deal, when you get married, you become a team. The past after wedding was a joke when he said, and now you are one. It's called unity. The old marriage vow says, until D, I pledge all my worldly goods. In other words, I'm all in, so combine the checking accounts. It's hard to have unity when you separate your bank accounts. When his money is over here and her money is over there, it's easy to live in your own little financial world instead of working as a team. When you do your spending together, it's about our money. When we have an income and we have expenses and we have goals. When you when you do your spending together, it's about our money. We we have an income and we have expenses and we have goals. So when you're both in agreement on where the money is going, then you've taken a major step to being on the same page in your marriage. And you will create awesome levels of communication. This all boils down to trust. Do you trust your spouse or not? I've heard from people who keep separate bank accounts just in case their spouses leave them. Well, why on earth would you marry someone you can't trust? And if that's really the case, you need marriage counseling, not, sep not separate bank accounts. Your spouse isn't your roommate, and this isn't a joint business venture. It's a marriage. You don't run your household and your life separately. Your job is to love each other well, and that includes having shared financial goals, which is hard to do when you have separate accounts. That means Beyonce and Jay-Z are billionaires. If you get married and you you have you know because marriage technically you know both of your income is your household income, so their household income is over a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. They're billionaires. <laughs> yeah, it's when they're, people they're you know, when people like you said when people get married they 
get separated accounts, you know, his accounts, her accounts, you know. But I feel like pool all your money to one big joint account and work with that. We married because it's legal, but now we're not married. Well, when you're not, not married, like then you do what you want. <laughs> when you marry, then yeah, like there's you, no more hairs and hers. If y'all, and if y'all put it together, then it's you know more money in the bank or whatever you keep the money. I don't know. Pay off their household. Mm-hmm, together, as a team. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about saving for retirement with the snowball roller? Matt asked me on a radio show about another subject. People have trouble. Matt wanted to know if he should stop his 401k contribution to get his debt snowball moving. He really didn't want to stop contributing, especially the first 3% because his company matches that 100%. I'm a math nerd and I know the 100% math, the 100% math is sweet, but I have seen something more powerful. Focus intensity. If you're going to be gazelle and intense and do everything mm-hmm. in your power to become debt free very quickly, then stop your retirement plans and contributions, even if your company matches them. The power of focus and quick wins is more important in the long term to your total money makeover than is the match. This is only for people who have already pulled out all the stops and are ready for anything goes to become debt-free quickly. If you are radically Denzel intense, the speed of your debt freedom will enable you to return to that 401k with the match in just a matter of months. Imagine how much you'll be able to contribute without payments. The average person who throws a dynamite and his gazelle intense will be debt-free except for his or her home in 18 months. Some take longer and others less, depending on debt, income, and savings at the time they start the total money makeover. If for some reason you're stuck in an extremely deep hole, you may want to continue doing some retirement saving. An extremely deep hole is not defined by your unwillingness to apply yourself. An extremely deep hole is not Phil's situation. Phil makes $120,000 a year and has $70,000 of debt. $32,000 of which is on one car. Sell the car and amputate the lifestyle, Phil. Phil should be debt-free in nine months. No excuses and no prisoners. An extremely deep hole is Tammy's situation. Tammy has $74,000 in student loans with another $15,000 in credit card debt. Tammy is a single mom with three children and has an income of $24,000 per year. It's going to take Tammy a few years to work her debts no more. She will figure a way through it, but her situation is one of the very rare exceptions. She should keep contributing to the 401k with the match. When you have to dip into the emergency fund, Penny's air conditioner went out in the dead of summer. The repairs were $650, which she took from her emergency fund. Thank goodness that $1,000 was there, she said with a sigh. Now what does she do? The debt snowball or stop and go back to baby step one, save $1,000. Penny needs to put the debt snowball temple in a hole she will continue to make minimum payments and go back to the first step until she get back up to $1,000 in her emergency fund. If she doesn't, soon she will have nothing in savings, and when the alternator on the car goes out, she will reopen some credit card accounts. The same applies to you. If you use the emergency fund, return to baby step one until you have refunded your mm-hmm. beginning emergency fund, then move right back to your debt snowball baby step two. You feel me? Liddy. So if you got to get to your rack. Right here. Once you get your rack, you spin out your rack, go back, go back to the rack uh-huh. before you put it back in. Before you start going crazy with the thing. Lady, lady. Second mortgages, business debt, and rental property mortgages. Because of debt consolidation, loans, or other mistakes, 
Many people have a home equity loan or some kind of a large sum of money. What should be done with this loan? Is it put it in the debt snowball or just called? Is it put it in the debt snowball or just called the mortgage and not dealt with at the step? It will be paid off. It is just a matter of at which step. Generally speaking, if your second mortgage is more than fifty percent of your gross annual income, you should not put it in the debt snowball. We will get to it later. If you make forty thousand dollars per year and have a fifteen thousand dollars second mortgage, second mortgage, you should put it in the debt snowball. Let's just take care of it now. But if you have a thirty-five thousand second mortgage and make forty thousand dollars, you will get to it in another step. By the way, you should consider refinancing your first and second mortgages together if you can lower both interest rates. Then put the total on a fifteen-year mortgage or the remaining years of your current first mortgage. Whichever is less. Example, if you have 12 years remaining on your first mortgage at 9% interest, refinance the first and second mortgages together into a new first at 6% over 12 years or less. Many small business owners have debt and want to know how to handle that debt in the debt snowball. Most small businesses' debt is personally guaranteed, which means it is really personal debt. If you have a small business loan of $15,000 at the bank or have borrowed on your credit card for business, this is personal debt. Treat small business debt like any other kind of debt. List it with all your other debts, smallest or largest, and the debt snowball. If your business debt is larger than half your gross income of your or half your home mortgage, hold the payoff on that side debt until later. Smaller and medium-sized debts are what we want to pay off at this step. The only other larger debts to delay are mortgages or rental property. Stop buying more rental property, but hold that debt until later. After your home mortgage is paid off in a later baby step, in a later baby step, you should snowball your rental mortgages. List the rental debt smallest to largest and concentrate all your focus on the smallest until paid. Then work your way to the rest. If you own several or even just one rental property, you should consider selling some or all to get the money to pay off the ones you keep or pay off other debt listed in the debt snowball. Having $40,000 in credit card debt and a rental with $40,000 equity doesn't make sense. You wouldn't borrow $40,000 on credit cards to buy a rental, I hope. So why would you keep the situation described here, which has the same effect? Other than the home mortgage, larger second mortgages, business loans, and rental mortgages are the only things that aren't paid off in baby step two. Start the debt snowball with gazelle intensity, great focus, extreme sacrifice, selling things and working extra, we clear all debt. Again, if you are fired up, normally this will happen within 18 to 20 months. Some will get out of debt sooner and some will get out of it. Some will get out in slightly longer in a slightly longer period of time. If your snowball is scheduled to run longer, never fear. It may not take as long as the math seems to indicate. Many people find a way to shorten the time with sheer intensity when God tends to pour blessings on people going in a direction. He wants them to go. It is as if you are working or walking or running at a fast pace and moving and a moving sidewalk suddenly appears below below you to carry you faster than your own effort would. The debt snowball is very possibly the most important step in the total money makeover for two reasons. One, you free up your most powerful wealth for and two, your income during this step. Two, you take on the entire American culture by declaring war on debt. By paying off your debt, you make a statement about your stance on the issue of debt. By paying off your debt, you show that the total money makeover of your, of your heart has occurred, paving the way for a total money makeover of your actual wealth. That's chapter seven. So, question, if you, let's say I make That's a picture? $2,000 a month. No. What, what is the picture? Standing up. Oh, this is the iPad. Oh, his iPad. Oh, okay, sorry. So, let's say you get $2,000 a month 
of income. You pay off your credit card that paying off your okay, so basically how does the book talk about budgeting as yes. you're paying off your debt? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this budget plans in the book. Okay. There's worksheets that breaks down, like, income to outcome, okay. you know, stuff like that. So, like, definitely. All right. You know? I think that's, like, a huge concern for everybody. It's like, if I'm, paying off, if I'm paying off this and this and that, how am I going to, you know, spend $150 for the rest of the month after paying off, you know, all my debt? No, like, you you, you, you budget. Like, you make sure you, you put aside food and... And then phone again, bill, yeah, food then, and yeah. phone bill, and then and, again, and the rent, and then and then out. everything else. You feel me? So like, yeah, like you make. You can't it, eat out. You can't splurge. Yeah, he he, he 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 uses that. Don't don't go to the restaurant unless you're working there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, that's what he said. Yeah. Right. So don't go to the restaurant unless you work there. That's the reason why you should be at work. You should <laughs> you be like eating out unless you're working out. there. So, so um. But I don't know if you're hearing like the the low key subliminal like message, the key, the mm-hmm. the direction he's going. It's mm-hmm. like wealthy people have properties. Simple, like they always bringing in money. So always have properties, you know, r- real estate. Like we should be owning properties. Like most wealthy people have rental properties. You feel me? Like, money coming every so that's you see, he was trying to talk to people who, so like, you might not be, you might not, that might not apply to you now, Mm -hmm. but when you start building wealth, start putting money towards buying properties, properties and then sell it and then, you know, buy more. Like, real estate is the name of the game when it comes to wealth. What was your question, mommy? Yeah, okay. Can I, um, have $10 off on a miscellaneous account? A miscellaneous account? Nah, you can't have $10. Oh, you got a No, miss, I need $10 on my pocket. That's miscellaneous. No, that's not the miscellaneous. What's that in your pocket? A pocket. What, no, really? What you call your money you, you spend every day? Got your spending wife? money. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't your spending money. Get out $10. You spend money. Mm. It's knowing. I'm gazelle intense. It's quiet. Baby. Yeah. I'm just what he said? Gazelle. What is gazelle? Gazelle. What that mean? It's in the book. It's, it's I wasn't in here. Y'all was gazelle. Yeah, you missed that. Thank book. you. Only this is in Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I've seen it in Barnes and Noble for like $20 and Card, I bought it on Amazon. Card. It's what you want. Yeah, it says $26 on here. I've seen it in Barnes and Noble for, for the high and I bought it on Amazon for Amazon. the low. For me, you gotta also get smart women finished rich. I, I think his name is like David. I don't know if you remember his name right that's now. Seventeen dollars. Yeah, that's the the, the, the paperback. This the hardback. No, eight seventeen dollars for hardcover. Which which book though? Is it the Total Money Makeover Financial Plan? Classic Edition: The Proven Plan for Financial Fitness. On Amazon? On Barnes and Nobles. Okay. And then the soft covers, basically seventeen dollars as well. The hard covers thirty two cents more. Okay, Liddy. Well, I was in the store. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I bought it for the low online though. 
but it says 26 right here. Do you think an audiobook is the same, um, more efficient, less efficient than reading a physical book? Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I like I, to read because I, you can I, go back and read again. And read. You know, I get more from person reading out a book. Because you're 60. Is this is your mother's sixty. <laughs> but like, if so I want to work out, listen to it. So like, you 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 are in a different era. Mm -hmm. So I think people have their preferences. You feel me? Older people might want yeah. the book read. I'm on the old people vibe. I need the book. And you know, you might be cool reading a book on your phone. No, uh, a whole I don't PDF. like reading a book on the phone. You know, so on like if you, phone and my tablet, I don't I, like reading. What's the name? One of the you like to hold a book and read yeah. it. Like, yeah, to highlight. And no, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's. I'm sure there's people who. I'm sure there's millionaires who do straight audio books. They don't read. Mm -hmm. They listen to books. Yeah, they, 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 they go the and jog and yeah. drive. Yeah. You know, but I you don't get it. You gotta always go back and read again. You know what I mean? You just go back and listen again. Yeah. You just listen again. It's just like watching Martin over and over again. Because I don't care. I don't see Martin every but show Martin every had. time. And there's something funny that I'm listening Yeah, because you see somebody else's face. <laughs> you just looking at Martin's face the first time. Next time you're looking at Gina's face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah, Gina was laughing too. You look at they be holding back, not laughing what so much. What did you say? The, the, the other one? Female? Smart woman finished with. Yeah, okay. I said female. I, I think we need to Yeah. It's really good. Finish. Tell me the author when you find it. It's David Bach. Yeah, it's David. Bach, Bach. David Bach. Bach. I guess. Ooh. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, I'm gonna woo, read that again though. That's the one I gave you. It took 20 months to read 20 pages. But this one might be up your alley. Come on, Total Money Maker might be up your alley. It's more simple. It's got like stories and it's cool. You got the podcast app on your phone? No. no. What you do? You got an iPhone? Yeah, wait, is the podcast? You. Either that or I just... I'm about to snuff you. I offload a no. lot of the apps. I, I can take room. Why would you offload the, the actual app that came with it? Podcast oh, app. Oh, oh, it's there, there. Oh, okay. I'm no, not, you I'm didn't offload it, man. Oh, I don't... Oh, I don't. I'm downloading it. What's up? Oh. I'm downloading this podcast app. It's come with the, with everybody's phone. <laughs> And you didn't offload it. You can listen to books on the podcast. Oh, you talking like you can do this now, like so the people who put books on podcasts, like they uh -huh. read it. I think they can grow riches on here. But you can also just listen to his podcast. It's sort of like his book. The way he does it is like see he has stories and he talks, he has stories and he talks. He his radio show is like that. I'm listening to it right now. Where you guys for Barron. So, okay. Right. Ooh, you don't need to spend a bunch of money on So he's okay. people call in. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. What's up? Maybe. We're going to download my podcast. Subscribe. 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 Subscribe.
going to notify you every time you post, post like two shows a day. Whenever you have okay. I was about to say, how often he does podcasts? Every day. Monday? Every day, bro. Every day. You can watch it. Every day. He uploads like five of these on every day. information from people who are doing a lot of things in their life. Okay, okay. I just, I just search smart women in bed. <laughs> I just search smart women, smart women. I just search smart women just to see what came up. But you know, you can just search something and... Internet to listen to them, like what if I'm on a train? No, like, I mean, if you load it up before you like get yeah, on the train, uh-huh. it's not gonna stop. You okay, I mean? okay. If you press play and is listening to it on the train, it's not mm-hmm. gonna, but if you on the train and try to just log on and one, oh, mm-hmm. but you could download it, mm-hmm. so you could download it in the crib, you know, it's a download button the so that you can cloud. listen later. You feel me? So I can download that so that it's on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I can okay. listen like it's a song. This is iTunes. Like a song. This is okay. the iTunes podcast. So like it's a song, now it's on here. I don't have to. Then I could undownload it if I want. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Remove it. You feel me? iPad. So it's on the phone. It's like a song. It's like a song, yeah. So this is iTunes. So I just subscribe to my podcast, his podcast, mm-hmm. and the Small Woman Invest podcast. And I'm going to see you podcasts that I be listening to uh-huh. sometimes, like parenting podcasts. I listen to those even though I'm... <laughs> I mean, you're an uncle, so you, can, you, know, you have to know. But it's like just to have an idea. So I listen to stuff about stocks on there, whatever. Real estate. Just stay tuned in, learn the lingo. So, podcast is cool. Start bumping out and see what you vibe with. I'm going to look up some more. I see you having a parenting job. I just need to. I see some stuff. Start soaking up information and pushing you to, you know. I gotta really start thinking about my future. Yeah. Soak up information that's pushing you to think about your future now because. There you go. You know, you don't want to wait till that's your time. Uh huh. Start thinking, like, okay, what can I do? How can I do it? Yeah, just start. Yeah, just start now. What you put your energy in right now going to pay off. And you got a big homie. He's really a big, big homie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emphasis on the big. 
Got a big, big homie now. So like, start, stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, start, stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> start, stop playing. Uh-huh. You feel me? And start shaping some stuff. You feel me? Because you don't you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't you want your child to be better than you? Like, don't you? You know what I'm saying? Every, don't you feel like oh, I made mistakes? And I don't yeah. want my child to make me even. Yeah. Don't everybody feel like that? So it's like set it up. Or I wanted to be this. I always had dreams of being this. I want I, I want my child to have those dreams too. To feel like you be with you. Know what I'm saying so. Start just getting things yeah. in order. Cause he so here he, now. His he here. Can be in order. He here. One of the baby steps is to um start saving for your child college. So imagine if you could get there right now. Legally, not just like I got fifteen dollars in my checking on. Like now, you open up this specific account that's for it, and they have those. You feel me? So, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you can't. So, but the thing is, all I'm trying to say is, this is a conversation. You know what I'm saying? You start reading books on it. You, you know what I'm saying? You start listening to podcasts on it, and you get interested on your own. You feel me? You just. Get interested on your own, and we just have conversations about it. So one thing I do with my mans is we listen to to one podcast. Mm-hmm. We both listen to the same podcast, mm-hmm. and then when we see each other, we talk about talk it. Of, okay. For me, once a week, we listen to that, soak up that information, and talk about it, review it. We listen to a certain thing and talk about how we feel about it. Same thing we do ideas, with books. Same thing we do with books. You know we. Book so clubs, like, like, you know, like a podcast, but it's not. It's just, it's just whatever we gotta do in this day and age mm-hmm. to share information to grow. You know, we learn by talking about with each other. So me and you can listen to something and be like, what did you think about that? You know. And and given how advanced technology is, podcasts is available to anybody. Right. As long as you got any type of Apple products, you download it, and then yeah, you you don't have to buy it. You don't have to, you know, go. That's all it's about. You never know how hard somebody go for something. So, yeah, yeah. Can't, you can't hate yeah. on nothing. There's not such thing as thinking about it. But, you know, but it also... Yeah, yeah, that's it. They get on it right now and then now and go hard for it now. Mm-hmm. Because there really ain't no, ain't no goal too far away, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Ain't no goal too uh-huh. fake, like, ain't no goal too, unreachable, like. Yeah, like, if you're really dedicated to getting that goal, and you know the steps that you need to take to get it, regardless if 
it's going to take you 10 years. You might not even notice that. You just go with it. You might not even notice that. But if you just go hard, yeah. you know, it, some, you know, like if, things if just, you dedicated just into go crazy it, for it. And your eye is set on it, despite, you know, the roadblocks or whatever, then go for it. There's like, yeah, there's no such thing as thinking realistically. So part of it is just, it's not just talking about it and listening to it, but it's also about applying it. Applying, yeah. Mm -hmm. Taking the initiative. That's, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of fun when you think about it. You know? The older you get, the more it really, not, I don't want to say makes sense, but it's like, you know, you think about it. Because like, a year, two years ago, I'll tell people, you don't really think realistically. You really think you're going to be a million, a billion, well, not a million. I'll say a billion year in 15 years, you really think so? But now, you know, at 21, I'm like, well, you, you can. As long as you can see it's possible. Yeah, you know, like, it might be crazy, possible. but you never know what yeah. somebody, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, end up doing. You might not be a million, a billionaire, you probably just be a millionaire in 15 years. Who knows? Nobody has talks like this. We do, but we just gotta we gotta yeah. fill our heads yeah. up with the information. Yeah. You feel me? That and makes us talk like this. Connect with the right people. And, you know, when you talk with the right person, and then you feel good. Okay. You finish? I don't know if you finish. Yes. No. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta. You no. Know, just. Like you said, you gotta take the initiative. Stop saying, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get that done. Take the baby steps. Don't just, you know, go in it. There's a lot of information out here. There's a lot of sources, resources out here for people to yeah, but not do anything about it. The thing is, it's like, if you fill in your head up with other things, you're not focused on that. Mm hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. You know, like I might know that there's a resource here, but what what information is yeah. gonna push me to to even want to pursue that resource? You know, because I yeah, might pursue I'm the resource, get yeah. a job, and still play around with money because mm -hmm. I ain't got the steps in my mm -hmm. mind, right? You know what I'm saying? I got no mm -hmm. plan, mm -hmm. no no mm -hmm. nothing. It might not be fully effective for because you. Because I still don't have no direction. It's not even, yeah. the, the, the resource could be what I need and what exactly what I want. But if I have direction before going to that resource, yeah. then I use it right. Otherwise, I'm just like using that resource for no reason. You feel me? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just wasting, I'm just, you know, messing my life up. No, if you don't got no direction, you know, then you will end up stranded probably or you, you know, like you're not, you're not controlling your money. You're mm -hmm. not controlling your money. You're controlling, you're letting the money control you. Exactly. So yes. it's like, yes. so you, you have a job. <laughs> you use the resources, but that's not the thing. It's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of direction. Yeah. You need direction. But we're not listening mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. resources. We're listening right. for the direction. Because if you know where to put your money, 
You don't need credit cards and all that. Hasn't been, I guess, taught, if that makes sense. Being drained and being like targeted. Not, not taught, but targeted. Mm -hmm. So we're targeted, and I guess we taught. You, like, we watch what people do. So if you watch anybody use credit cards, you think who would be credit cards? You need credit cards to make Matter it. Matter of fact, I got a credit card right here. For the bank. <laughs> so, I'm so the book, you, it's best to cut up your credit card before paying it off. Yeah, because it's right. like, okay. stop using it right now. You know? Okay. I said one of that's the initiative I'm going to take. You got a credit card too? Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to chop it up. I got a bill to pay off. Can you stop losing? Don't pop up because you're gonna slide right out of my hands. Think about it before you really. Oh, now you're doing it. Okay, never mind. Chop it, son. What's up? Like, you trying to chop your joint right now, too? Yeah. If I can find it, I haven't used it in months. <laughs> if I can find my credit card, I sure would. It's one of those typical student cards with nothing really. I see no effect. Of it, like, see no reason to have it except to just spend money that don't belong to me. And it's Because if I pay it off, if I pay half of it off, I'm a duck it and I can use it again. And yeah. I'm just going to be right back where I started at. Come on, you got my best bet. You're going to get there. And then, you know, listening to the testimonies there, you know, I guess clients um, labeling us that are closer to my age. I'm 21, a couple that was 24, 25, and they was in thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars yeah. into debt being, you know, typical young people when they have money, they tr take trips, buy BMWs, you know, and then hearing that, I'm like, well, I'm not a few years, of, you know, younger than them, and I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to end up yeah. tens of thousands of dollars in debt but yet still out here, you know, lavishing on things that's unnecessary, to be honest. So, you know, he sold his wife's, I think that was the one where he sold his, the BMW and, you know, kind of stopped doing all the lavishing, you know, stopped going on trips and stopped buying the, you know, the unnecessaries, unnecessary things. But to, you know, be young and to be in that sort of situation is... Because when you hear that, you hear things of people in their 40s and 50s and 60s, not yeah. someone who's, you know, technically still considered as a young person. How much loans do you take out? Hmm? You took loans out? Mm-mm. Oh, so you paid... I don't want to. I refuse to. So you, 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 you paid off? Your, your, loan, your, stu your school is paid off? Mm-hmm. I have financial aid. I grants had scholarships. Oh, you let it, let it. I never took out a loan. Never say never, but I haven't taken out a loan. I don't want to take out a loan. 
I just have a credit card bill that needs to be paid off. Mommy put put out a previous cable bill name and um, cable bill in my name, so that kind of they're targeting me for the thousand of dollars that I don't necessarily have a say in. So it's like that and that and my previous bank I owe them a couple hundred dollars, but. As I was listening to what you was reading, I applied that to me. And when I get a nice sourceable income, tackling those debts. First save that. The first save, yeah. As a, you gotta save that thousand dollars first and then do the debt on top of putting things on the side for like a rainy day. Um, no, that's the step. The stack is the rainy day. Yeah, that's what I mean. The debts, is after that, everything go to debt. Mm -hmm. You don't worry about the rainy day. When the debts are paid off, then you put. Mm -hmm. Then you can start. Okay. And I was telling. Then you can start doing. Then you do the three to six months. Mm -hmm. Three to six months of expenses, and that's your. You know what I'm saying? Your thousand plus everything. Oh, like plus top of who knows how much that will be. After debts is paid off, now mm -hmm. you got stash stash that you ain't touching for nothing, nothing mm -hmm. for me. And then you can start investing. Mm -hmm. And now you can think with your money. See, see what type of thing you're trying to do with the money. Save for the kid, college. Because mm -hmm. the money now That's is yours. I'm going to research on and see what. I guess like banks. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, just get the book, get the book, listen to the, listen, get, get the book, listen to the podcast, he talks about all that, he gives the information on all that, so at the end of the day, you know, like, not on, you know, like, like, not on every episode, but pretty much like, there's always, you know, like, just listening, uh-huh, you can find out, like, you'll listen, you'll listen here, and He'll explain it, like he'll explain the exact account. So like every episode he might talk to different people. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Every other episode he's gonna talk to somebody with kids who are on step four or five, mm -hmm. whatever, trying to get their colleges yeah. on situated. He's gonna explain to them the, 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 the type of account yeah. that it should be. You know? And and hearing people's testimony, you know, makes me like, okay. They can do it. They were at this point in time. You were listening to the young couple's testimony. I'm like, wow. Okay, I don't want to end up like that. I refuse to end up with thousands of dollars in debt. I can. Stop I can now. do it. If they can do it. Now, yeah. Exactly. I can do it. At 21 years, people, I feel like you can do it at 16, 17. If you have the money, then go for it. But you know, at 21 years old, I'm like, I am an official adult. I gotta start thinking in advance and thinking for him and thinking for me yeah. and taking the initiative. That's what, and listening, I think listening to people's testimonies gives me more motivation to do it because if they did it and they own and, you know, plumbing businesses. You have debt-free screams on the show. Mm -hmm. So when people call in who did it mm -hmm. and they call in and then they like tell their testimony on the show too. Mm -hmm. You know, and then they do like a debt free scheme. I'm debt free. Like, they uh -huh. things, you know, and they tell you, I uh -huh. paid off 150000 in two oh, years. And they man. go crazy. You feel me? Like, whatever. People do a lot of crazy yeah. things. So people have different incomes and all different types of people calling. People with low incomes, high incomes calling. So just listen. And he probably even explains it in the book. You know, like where, what type of account you should put for your, 
I think it's probably in this chapter. Um, um, Save for college chapter. It's in here. I think. Yes, he's brown. He's like really brownish. He's not brown, brown. He's not brown. Good. Yes. <laughs> I think he says the type of account in this chapter. I didn't read the chapter yet, so you should like share the information. It's probably like a 503 CV account for you know, like mm -hmm. it's like some crazy kids account. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But yeah, this there's a specific account and that you should open specifically mm -hmm. for kids college. Like specifically. You'll have, yeah, I don't you'll have open people, up a bank account. Yeah, you'll have people, just, like, you can put it in this account and it'll get you more money. And it's like, but like, no, you, know, uh -uh. you want it to be noted under the law and mm -hmm. they have accounts specifically mm -hmm. for college funds for children. What are you doing? something in terms of like managing money. Teach this to yourself, then you, you get older, you teach him. Because mm -hmm. you're going to, you know, like, you're going to hear a lot of good things. 